Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 123. We're continuing our series of rebuilding football clubs and we're going on to Aston Villa. Now we call them rebuilds. They're not really rebuilds, but we're just adding what they need to take that next step in this case. We're seeing what Aston Villa need to get to, well, be a European challenging side, of course, last season qualifying for the Conference League from 7th place. I think that's a good place to start today's episode then, of course, looking back at that last campaign then. What a season. What what an up and down season, I mean, has to be said. We'll start at the start of the season. Yeah. I mean, Villa, you know, threatened relegation under mm-hmm. Steven Gerrard. Just strange because I've always thought that Steven Gerrard is just such a great manager. Oh, you know, such a talented, talented tactician. How yeah. did it go so wrong? I don't know. Like, I honestly don't he know. He was awful. Villa looked like they were in a lot of trouble. And I think they made the right decision in sacking Steven Gerrard. Yeah, they sacked him at the right moment, I would say. Yeah. Because if they had sacked him any earlier, well, probably even better. But if you'd <laughs> sacked sack him any later, you'd have probably been in a very bad spot. Bought yeah. in Unai Emery. Perfect time. I mean, World Cup helped yeah. out massively. I think potentially if Emery had had to come straight into the season, it would have been a lot more difficult to implement his ideas and his philosophies in the manner he did. But he probably still would have done it to I think, a good degree. But the World Cup yeah. helped him out massively. I think this has to be one of the best turnarounds of a season we've seen in a very long time. I mean, yeah, the comeback is miraculous. Threat to relegation. So bringing a new man around your Emery looked unstoppable at times mm-hmm. and to pick up European football. European yeah. football from 17th at the start of the season. I mean, very good achievement. Very, very good achievement. And I think overall last campaign, we saw them play a very exciting style of football. They look really good going forwards, a nice brand of attacking football, but also incredibly solid on the back. They've got a really nice structure at Aston Villa. They're defending almost a 6-2-2 at times. Mm. I think if they keep that up next season, they can remain regimented, they can keep that structure. And they have a good chance in Europe. Because yeah. in Europe, it's about getting those results over the line. I think they've got the quality in attacking errors to cause a lot of other teams harm. And then they've got the defensive solidity and stability. One or two players two. in certain areas just to make sure that they're within your know, European quality side. Yeah, I think there's a couple of upgrades needed. Also, a couple. A big problem is rotation for Villa at the moment. A couple injuries and suddenly you're looking at players like John Duran starting. So, well, yeah. while he's not a terrible footballer, he's not. I've not really seen him, so I can't comment on that. Yeah. But yeah, I think rotation options are what Villa need, and ultimately they've got the money to, and they've got the ambition to invest. Yeah. We saw that in the last few windows, obviously. They spent like almost 200 mil a couple of years back. No yeah. one like Buendia, Bailey, Ings, those sorts of players. Obviously, that was after the Jack Grealish sale. So they may not have those same sort of funds. But if this summer they can shift a few players, generate a bit of money, but also go out and sign some quality, quality footballers. It's not about quantity this summer for Aston Villa. It's about yeah. it's about bringing in players that can really make a difference. I think Emery's impact as well, not only on the pitch, but off the pitch he made... A lot yeah. of changes in terms of the backroom staff. But I can't, oh, I've forgotten his name now. The assistant manager, Paco, someone. Ex-Liverpool player. Um, that's really going to annoy me. I can't so, think of any Pacos that have played for Liverpool. Paco? I think it's Paco. Oh, how I've forgotten Just Google it. Um, but yeah, and I'll see, you know, it's coming into this season, Christian Perso's left the club. Monchi's come in from Sevilla. I have my reservations about Monchi. It is an interesting one. I mean, there's a few question marks of why Perslow has left. Paco Ayastarán. That's the one. Yeah, um, But yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how much he... They've given him some fancy, swanky title that makes no sense to anyone. Um, 
I do like as like the assistant to the coordination yeah. of running football clubs management director. Yeah. But no, I think Monchi really worked with Sevilla throughout the sort of late late thousands. Had some really mm-hmm. successful signings and developments. Players like Sergio Ramos, of course, the probably the biggest one that Sevilla developed. Yeah. But even I believe even Rakitic came through at Sevilla. Had a lot of good talent, and obviously yeah. that led to them winning quite a few Europa leagues. They're quite a successful quite. side. But when he went to Roma, he really struggled. He really didn't recruit well. He was sacked from there. Then went back to Sevilla, where he hasn't had a good few seasons. He was very much bailed out by Jose Luis Mandela Bar this season. I think without him coming in and saving the squad, it's unlikely that Aston Villa would have sorry that Sevilla would have won anything. So yeah. I think it, a poor season was bailed out by the fact he came in at the last moment, won them that Europa League. I do have fears of Monchi. But we know he's a good recruiter and working with Unai Emery, if they can work on and get the right profiles to fit the system, then they should all be successful signings. Yeah. yeah. I'm already seeing Unai Emery's talent ID. It seems to be really good. He brought in Alex Moreno. He really helped to push on for the rest of the season. for the future. Very good. Yeah, that seems like a decent signing again. I don't know if that's an Emery signing. That screams more someone that Villa have been scouting for a while. You don't tend to go in for a youngster after watching him We've seen Brighton... Have gone to South America and picked up. Well, yeah, the but that's yeah. Again, I don't think that's Graham Potter. He's not headed out to Ecuador and send them, but they do. He's on a field. Building a really good scouting network like that can help yeah. uncover hidden gems. So that's what we've got. What they got to do in terms of progressing. Then, of course, before you can bring in new players, you've got to let some go. We'll get onto our squad keeping so in just a moment. But looking at the contract situations, as we always do to start. Two players leaving in 2023, Ashley Young and Jed Steer, both confirmed on the releases list. They weren't featured on the retained list, so they will be moving on. Neither are going to be that big a miss. I think Ashley Young's presence will be missed. Well, I mean, he started started so many games last year. I can't remember how many games he played, but he obviously covered Mm -hmm. it right back because we know how Emery likes that one attacking, one defensive fullback. So with uh, a rotation of Digne and Moreno on the left-hand side... He didn't really opt to Matty Cash, so he played Ashley Young at right back. 29 appearances, 29 appearances. last season for Aston Villa, 14 it's wins. It's going to be quite a miss. 29 appearances is replaceable, but you know, as you say, his presence, absolute legend, yeah. going to miss him. Jesse, on the other hand, I mean, brilliant in the championship. He's just a fine backup keeper, yeah. and he oh, but can that, find that is going to be someone that, so a position which Villa need, a backup goalkeeper. Obviously, yeah. I know they've got Robin Olsen, but they, they need a third choice He's just to rubbish. sort of sit around. Maybe, well, try to think of third choices who are either leaving clubs or players that are getting old. can't really think of many off no. the top of my head, but yeah, definitely go and push for one of those one of those older keepers yeah. just to bring in as a third one. That's not too big a priority. Then looking at contract aspirations for next summer, well, it's Bertrand Traore, Marvellous Nakamba and Keenan Davis. So, no... Players that are really going to make a huge difference to Villa, a lot of them on longer contracts, 2025-2026 type contracts, so not a big concern, the contract situation. With these three, I think I'd expect to see Nakamba League this summer, had a brilliant loan spell at Luton. You've got to sell or rent who, haven't you? Whether he returns to Luton on a permanent or goes elsewhere on a permanent, I'd expect to see that. Same with Keenan yeah. Davis, out on loan at Watford, did okay, could move permanent just, away somewhere Yeah, just before else. we move up, uh, Nakamba, what, what sort of price would you be? Expecting uh, to get for him, 10, and the same for Davis 15? then. Yeah, I think, and maybe even similar for Davis. If you can get ten, maybe, maybe, mm. maybe equally Watford. Million. If it's yeah. Watford, you, know, you might be able to yeah. just 
mess. 25. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, <laughs> probably ten, not that. Uh, around the 10, 15 mark, by maybe the cameras a little bit more, yeah. maybe you could push it to 18. And for Bertrand Traore, this is an interesting one for me because I really like Bertrand Traore. And when he got mm. back from his long term injury this season, he came off the bench and he had some really good impact. He's got a really good burst of pace. He's a very good impact player. He, he scored a marvellous goal yeah. against is Leicester. It, is it worth just keeping around? Because you, you're not going to get much money from this summer. Maybe and five me, mil from someone. But... You look, you know, looking at Conference League football, if you bring him on 15, 20 minutes left of a yeah. knockout tie, he's going to cause problems. But also the quality rounds, the group stage, he can easily have a big yeah. impact at that sort of stage. Yeah, I mean, that means you can rest Buendia, rest what, you can rest yeah. the other players. He can play through the middle, you can play him on the, on the wing. Yeah, could his contribution next season be worth more than the couple mil they uh, might yeah, get definitely, to definitely. get for him? And even if you give him this year and sign him a new contract halfway through the season? Yeah, I, my only caveat to Bertrand Toro would be if you can get a better winger, go out yeah. and do it, and then that negates the need to maybe look to sell him on after that. But I don't think it's a priority to get rid of Traore. No, I know, I know, obviously... Especially when I know we'll go on to it later, wants but I think out, out, yeah, out wide is probably Villa's weakest spot. Due to the lack of depth. Yeah, I was going to say, because Wendy and Bailey are both magnificent players. They are, but we've seen, I mean, I've seen this 4 4 2, Emery. We've seen Bailey out front, Jacob Ramsey's yeah. out on the left. We've seen John McGinn play right wing at times. Yeah. Which works, to be fair. I was going to say, it's what he it's used to, it's what he did at Villarreal. If you yeah. look up, look, I mean, you had Giovanni Lachelso and uh, who is it? Lachelso and. I feel like Franz Coquelin was out on the wing for a bit. He right, he was everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of contracts, as you said, not too much of a problem for Villa. No yeah, big no. players. No, only five. And I think that's a testament years. to the smart business and the the forethought and the thorough thinking yeah. that goes on Aston Villa. They've they've got players signed on long term deals. They've got that future secured for a lot of players. It makes them quite. They're in quite a strong position, I'd say, with the squad. Yeah. It's just now about adding some quality. Speaking of the squad, shall we do our squad keeper yes. sales? We almost do the favourite favourite part of these videos, or at least my favourite part of these videos, where we get to just bin players that we don't like and keep players that we do. We'll start with goalkeepers, as we always do. I think Emilio Martinez is probably Villa's most important player from the last yeah, couple of seasons. This is an interesting one. Obviously, there has been rumours kind of going back and forth: will he leave? Will he stay? But I look at. I mean, the three main options were in the Premier League: were United, Chelsea, and Tottenham. United look like they're going to sign David De Gea to a new deal. And Chelsea and Tottenham yeah. don't have European football. So for Emi Martinez, I think it would be a step. But also, in turn, it would be a step away, maybe, because he's not going to get European football. My only thing would be, obviously, that as much as he wouldn't have European football, he'd know that if he's joining Tottenham, it's for the project, and he could be there for a good couple of years. I don't think he'll join Tottenham because he used to play for Arsenal, of course. Yeah. So I don't think he'd do that, but he might. And obviously Tottenham are approaching other targets. Yeah. We know Tottenham are more interested in Jordan but Pickford. Also competition. And there's two, re- there's two other things here. And Dad's Bright, of course. One, his age. He, you know, how old is he now? 30? 32, I think. 32. He's getting, oh, 30 on the dot. 30. Smashed so, I mean, he's still probably got another four or five years. He's a goalkeeper, uh, right? he could yeah. play to 38. For a, I mean, the yeah, at the, t- the top of his game. Yeah, true. But I think at Chelsea and Tottenham, so he has competition. Like, Lloris isn't just going to go away unless they sell him. Well, Lloris is pushing to leave. Not surprised. So, Chelsea, I don't... Got unless Kepa, Fraser Forster... Chelsea have got Kepa and Mendy, who That's are both, not... on their day, are capable goalkeepers. But they're, but they're also looking to shift both of those. I think, so I would... I think for Martinez, it makes more sense to stay. 
I don't know. I really don't know. I think... Stick at Villa, be the star player. You've already got European football this year. Should push on yeah. to get higher European football next year. I, I think he would find it difficult to turn down a move to a top, top club. I think any player would. Yeah. Because that is a move that but if you're could Villa, propel you, his if, career. If, if there is a risk of him leaving, do you just throw the kitchen sink at him? I mean, when's, so when's his contract? How long's his contract? Because if... You, I think if you get a good enough price, you have to sell. Like if you get yeah. 40, 50 million for a goalkeeper that's, that's brilliant. And there's aging better goalkeepers now. on the market. Yeah. I mean, Villa doesn't like, if they do lose him, they'll go look at Edouard Mendy, which wouldn't be a good idea. But you look at the likes of Mike Minan. Even then he's had good... On the market. There's a lot of goalkeepers you can go get. Yeah. I'm trying to find Martinez's contract length, but... Give him I don't know I've read. Um, it's, I know it's got to be a decent while, obviously. But I mean, it's either 25 or 26, I'd say. So, according to Transfermarkt, I'm trying to. Where do you see it on Transfermarkt? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's cookie. Oh, here we go. 27. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a long, yeah. long deal. A long deal. So, it's going to take a lot to get him out of that deal. It's good for have to pay quite Oh, yeah. Out. That's the thing you can't. If Villa try and make his contract worth more, it's very difficult to do that. Yeah. But also, there's no need. He's signed to five yeah. years. You could just tell him you're not leaving. Sorry, mate. You've signed yeah. a five-year deal. I don't think he would want to leave, though. He loves the club. I personally don't think he'll leave, but only because the club's linked have better options out there. I yeah. think if Chelsea are looking for a goalkeeper this summer, Andre Onana is a my, better my option. My nan seems unrealistic at the moment, but a good option nonetheless. And then obviously Tottenham are apparently interested in David Raya as their priority, but also looking at Jordan Pickford, looking at Robert Sanchez, with Brighton apparently preferring, or deservedly sorry, prefer, preferring Jason Steele. So there's goalkeepers on the market right now. Yeah. Emmy probably isn't a goalkeeper on the market because Villa consider him as untouchable, I would yeah. expect. But yeah, if I guess if a club pushes hard enough, they can probably get him for around that 40 mil mark. But you're probably overpaying for a goalkeeper that is... All, in his prime now yeah. whereas if you go and get a David Raya you've got a few more years out of him there for the same price Robin Olsen then I think you got to just keep him he's a good yeah. second I'd probably, I'd, if I'm being honest I'd make him third choice and bring the best back up mm. he was awful maybe a young keeper maybe a good young keeper that yeah. can, can learn under him because with goalkeepers game time isn't as much of a crucial crucial part of the yeah. development obviously you want to be giving them some cut minutes and stuff like that. And I think the Conference League would give them a perfect chance to give a good young goalkeeper yeah. some minutes. So maybe that's an option for the Villa this summer. Maybe Georgie Marmadashvili, I've seen them linked with. Yeah, and then yeah. that does give them security fourth, should yeah. Emmy leave in the uh, next few years. And obviously, yeah, Marmadashvili is just 22, I believe. So yeah. that would give them a goalkeeper for the next decade and a half yeah. if they choose to, if he chooses to stay. Or they can sell him on for um, what would be I mean, a massive profit. I'm sure if you told him, though, that you know you can sit on the Villa bench for two, three years and then you'll be the starter for the next ten, yeah. you take that. Yeah, and he'll know he can get cut minutes. Because I think, I mean, the forward similar to what City have done with Stefan Ortega, if you give him yeah. FA Cup minutes, if you give him the Conference League minutes, then by that point he's racking up a lot of football throughout the year. Yeah. Give him Carver Cup as well, because who cares about the Carver Cup? But... Yeah, I think he'll be a more than capable cup goalkeeper with the view to making yeah. him the first team goalkeeper in the near future. On two defenders then, because the rest of the goalkeepers are honestly never... Who is Villarme Sinisalo? Yeah, youth keeper. Yeah. Oliver Zich, Olivier Zich and James Wright, yeah. 
But shout them out. There you go. You can stay if you want. I don't really know you, so stick about. Defenders then. Matty Cash is the first on the list. If he's happy to play rotation, then obviously keep him. Because the full tax will be rotated. Depending on the game to game, we know, as we said, one defending, one attacking. So he will rotate them. If Matty Cash is happy with that, which he should be, because I don't think he'll get a move any higher than Villa, he'll be happy with that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a club that would be interested. I could see a move to Tottenham if they sell one of their how 15 right-backs. How many right-backs have they got? And again, I they think it'd be more. rotation. You want Tottenham? Yeah. No. You've got Royale, Spence, and the other one. It's not, it's <laughs> I actually have forgotten his name. <laughs> but, well, Pedro Porro, which would be oh, yeah. a big competition. But surely... No, he's not. He's at Villa. Uh, not Villa. <laughs> at Leti. Oh yeah, but DJ Spence is out on loan at the moment, so they might just sell him. And Emerson Royale should be sold. Say. He will probably yeah. stay. I don't really see any club that will go in for him. Chelsea may have looked to him as a backup if they hadn't just signed Malo Augusto, yeah. of course. But yeah, I think Villa makes a lot of sense for cash at the moment. Diego Carlos. If this man can stay fit, it would be brilliant. Yeah, I think he showed his quality in the opening game of last season and, and, then... the, and the forty minutes he got the last game. <laughs> yeah. Clearly a really good player, and obviously we know from his time at Sevilla, he is a more than capable centre-half, and I'm yeah. hoping that if he can stay European fit... European quality, which is what Villa yeah. needs. If he can stay fit this season, then he can be crucial in Villa's push for yeah. more success than they had last season. Then Ezra Conza, I think, is sort of nailed on a staying, rotation. a lovely rotation option. Same, really, for Tyrone Mings. Yeah. The versatility he brings aside, the fact he Both can cover at left-back, and the fact Conza can cover at right-back as well, indeed. they That can be very crucial when you've got a lot of games to play a lot of rotation yeah. necessary I would be surprised if both of them start next season For I'd me, expect it to be Carlos and one other and that could, I could see them me, bringing in another defender maybe uh, if not it will be Carlos and Mings but I think another centre half yeah. is probably needed yeah I would say because you've got three there and then Callum Chambers and we might as well do Callum Chambers now sell him Really? I'll just keep that. He can cover the defence He's a great well. fifth option. Is, yeah. If you want to play a back I'd, three, he's suited like to that. Him. He's a nice guy, probably. Yeah. I've not met him, but I'm guessing. He looks nice. And then he's only 28, Callum James. He's got he's a good two years. I forget. Fifth. I think he's on 33. It's because he's... He, yeah. He's been around so long and done absolutely nothing. Well, he, he sort of exploded so young. They went to Arsenal yeah. and he feels like he was there for years. But Arsenal just hoard players yeah. in their reserves. And then they really got signed As we looked at last... Episode like Pablo Mari's been there for <laughs> Lucas Torreira still yeah. attached to the club, but yeah, I think Callum James is a fine yeah. fifth option and a fourth if you can't bring in a centre half. Yeah. But on to the fullback, the left fullback here because Alex Moreno, hundred percent key. What a pick this was in January. Yeah. Then this list has Ludwig Augustinsson and Ashley Young, neither of whom are at the club. Frederick Gilbert. He's leaving, I think, on a permanent. Is he? Okay. But yeah. well, he's also uh, gone. I expect Augustinson to leave when he comes back from loan as well. Is he not on loan from no. somewhere to Villa? No, he's on loan at Mallorca, isn't he? Yeah, from his parent club. I thought Villa sent him back from loan. Oh, yeah. And he got loaned back, so I don't think he's actually a Villa player. Oh, that'll be the squad list from last year, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's not been up. It's, while it says 23 24, I don't think the Premier League yeah, yeah. thing will update yeah. until the 1st of July when players actually leave their contracts. Luca Digne, then. This one's a bit more controversial. I think if the interest is there, then I'd sell him. And if people come in, yeah. because as, uh, you know, Emery will want one attacking left back and one defensive. You don't have that with Digne and Moreno. Yeah, where, where would you sort of see as an ideal move for him? Uh, Lee Gunn. What, PSG? Back up? Um, I don't even go PSG. He was, all, he was at PSG. He's already been at PSG, isn't he? I believe so, yeah, before he joined Everton. Um, 
maybe a, a Marseille, a, a, yeah. a kind of top-end league side that isn't PSG. Yeah, my suggestion would be somewhere like, I could see Juventus. Maybe, they've yeah, got, that's a good shout-out. I think. can't think of who they've got left back. I feel like it's still Alexander, and he's not had a great year by everything I've heard. Yeah, this fellow man's like 43. He's <laughs> yeah. been for donkey's years. But if, I know they've got that youngster, that Samuel Illing Jr. guy, who I think has played wing-back for them this season. Despite being a very talented winger. Yeah. I think he's played wing back for them because they play a three five two. Yeah. I want to say, but I think, I think for a team, they played a lot of kind of this season. Another team in Europe, he's a good pickup. Like Digne would start, yeah. but I just think Moreno's better. Yeah, I could see. I could really see any side, any decent. And Henry really doesn't like. Could Dortmund him view him as a yeah. Rafael Guerrero replacement? That's a great shout. Actually, yeah, I think it'd be brilliant. could be a decent bit of business there. I think a price. I think a deal's there to be done around that twenty mil mark. Well, probably fifteen mil. More likely, yeah. I think that's a good deal, bargain really for many clubs. And Villa can reinvest that in a new left back who is a bit more defensive minded. Yeah, and committed to the project. Courtney House, then this man's had such a weird season. Yeah. So he went on loan to Watford. He then got a long term injury, which ruled him out for the whole season. Villa wanted to bring him back to Bodymore Heath to do his thingy's recovery, and Watford said no. I can't. I don't know how they're able it's to a, say no. I don't really know. I'm guessing it's a clause, or something. A clause that yeah. Villa can't terminate it. The, the but deal, Watford, but Watford reco- could terminate it. Yeah. Villa can't recall, but yeah, could terminate. Can terminate it. So Villa like, can you terminate it, please? So he can. Yeah, he's injured for the season. Doesn't want him. And and they just kept him. Yeah. I mean, he played. Uh, when was the last time he played for Aston Villa? Two years ago. Twenty twenty one, twenty two. Made yeah. seven appearances. I'd sell him. Yeah, sure well, to be fair, he's been there all year, just yeah, sort of might like involved him. in the club. Friends. He might love him, yeah. Could, uh, yeah, could no, go back there. Sell. Potential re- you don't need six. Apparently, anymore. Ashley Young is linked to Watford as well, which would be a big return. So, most of Villa's sides going to join Watford, Keenan Davis yeah. potentially going as well. Villa B, so. <laughs> yeah. And then some youngsters, Sebastian Rivan, Syl Swinkles, Josh Feeney. Can't tell you. I've heard yeah, of any of those, you know them? Yeah, they'll get to sit on the bench like twice. No, that's nice. They might, maybe one of them get a cameo in Europe, who knows? Who knows, indeed. On the midfielders then, Douglas Louis. Must keep, this man was class last Very year. close to leaving, obviously, last summer. Has signed a contract extension, though, which I believe means he will stay at the club till 2026. I, mean, I think I that think. was vital for Villa to hold on to him last season. Because Arsenal yeah. was so close on deadline day. The fact that that deal didn't get done was monumental. Well, it's, he's uh, very was happy. Because I think the deal, the deal was done, though. Yeah. The deal was it, confirmed. It just didn't get the they didn't get the paperwork no. and stuff like that. But he's time. happy. He's back with his girlfriend who plays a villa woman, and he's he's very mm. very happy to be at the club. So I say, can't see him leaving because no. imagine he goes to his girlfriend. Yeah, sorry, I'm moving to Juventus. Unlucky. <laughs> you gotta come play for Juventus woman, or you can stay yeah. stay in Birmingham. Yeah. What a trap. I was gonna say that would be yeah, quite an easy decision. Yeah. I think he's a really talented player and to f- I think it'd be difficult to find an adequate replacement yeah. who is available on the market right now at the same price because realistically you're only going to get 30 mil I would say for Douglas Lewis. That's not yeah. really enough to go and push for Emmanuel Kona or someone like that who probably isn't going to be interested in the Villa project. Let's no. be honest. No. On to other midfielders then. John McGinn. Keith. He's magical, this man. Even if he doesn't start, I think he could be such a presence. His work he had so much he was, he, was our, he was our captain as well because... Well, no, that was Gerard's decision because he didn't like Tyrone Mings for some reason. And it was he he's just brilliant. Yeah. He's he's a good leader. 
It, great it presence. Hard. He doesn't stop great running. Great accent as well. And he, yeah, he's Scottish. Just all round brilliant. It is indeed. Morgan Sonson. This one is really interesting because Pitton, I think, sell, sell, sell. But I might but you think keep, keep, keep. <laughs> but no, but he was out on loan, and then when Emery came in, he recalled him. I think. Yeah, probably due to the sort of lack of central refielders at the club. Well, Emery likes him. He's been, you know, he went back out. He went out back out on loan, did he? He wasn't on loan. Emery got to the club and sent him out on okay, loan. It's the other yeah, way round. Other way round. <laughs> he went, "You're so bad." But I'm I making I you s- leave. I saw something, and I can't. I, I thought uh, so, Emery said he likes Sonson. I might be wrong. Might Maybe it's just as a bloke. Yeah. But he's, he's done well for Strasbourg. To be fair, looking at this, it's all Never green ratings. Even scored against Leon. It in oh, might loss, have been but... that he liked his loan spell and thought when he got back. Let me have a look. I mean, he's worth having a look at in pre-season, seeing if he gels with the squad for nicely. But I don't know. I think if, especially with obviously Yuri Tielemans coming in, who we're not going to include in this keep ourselves because it's obviously a keep. But yeah, <laughs> bring him in and sell him. That's, mate, what a turnaround! If they bring him in on a free, sell him at thirty mil. But yeah, Sonson. I think he's a fine player, but probably not what they need for pressing for Europe. But if he can come in after a good loan spell or maybe add something new to the club, add something new to the squad, maybe that's a good option. Have you found the quite you're looking for? No, it could be all day. Okay. I'm going to give up on it. Okay, excellent. But yeah, Sanson could be an option then. Would you yeah. keep him? Yeah, I think he's fine rotation, especially in the conference. You could tear it up. Okay, I would say look at, look at him in pre-season, potentially yeah. sell after that. Emmy Wendia, hundred percent keep, but he just he just slightly annoys me. When there is a magical player in Emmy Wendia, yeah, it is just annoying. We only get to see it like once every seven games. Yeah, it's, it's, it can only be unlocked by Daniel Farker, but I don't think it's worth bringing him in just no, to see it happen. I I think he is phenomenal. Yeah, and the price tag that Villa paid 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 for him was probably worth it. I still think because there's actually a debate I saw as well between Villa fans. Um, was that a good price? Does that look like a right outcome for us? And, I, and the majority said yes, but yeah, it was a good price to pay because there is still a magical player in there. Yeah. He still is quite young for his age. 20 I would say something, 20, 20, he is 20 something. Yeah. That's a good guess, isn't it? He's going to yeah. be 20 something. 26, he's still got a few years, he's still a magical player. But even if he's, maybe, even if you bring in another winger and he's rotation, Thursday nights. Yeah. A Europa night. So when he's heading to somewhere league. with more consonants than vowels, yeah. looking like a Wi-Fi password, he'd like get yeah. five goal contributions. Yeah, he yeah. would he'd do really well. Keep. Yeah, I would definitely keep him around. Spoken to the Arsenal, the Arsenal was get rid of everyone. Yeah, but no, but it wasn't get rid of everyone. It was been off this weird like extra Why is squad. Why Pereira still here? <laughs> it's like Arsenal have an extra squad just of crap. Yeah. Don't worry, we've got some crap yeah. to sift through in a moment. Not crap though, marvelous Nakamba. I would not sell, player, but he's not sell. a bad player. I think, he's, I think he's Premier League quality. If you're one promoted size, I'd have a look at him. But he's not European quality. No, he's not European quality. So I would definitely sell him on. And as a Lewis, Luton fan, 100% bias yeah. here. Bring him in to, Ken, to the Kenny. He's been sensational. But. Yeah. Yeah. Anwar, Anwar El-Ghazi. Sell. He's been on, out on loan, I'm yeah. hoping, this year. If not, I've just not seen yeah, him. Yeah, no, he has. I can't. Turkey? <laughs> what, the national team? Turkey or ne- somewhere in Turkey or somewhere in the Netherlands. <laughs> He's done all right for himself then if he's changed nationality. He's at Eindhoven. Yeah. Uh, he's played th- 23 games, only 12 starts, 8 goals. They're fine numbers. Yeah. I could see a permanent not, move. Yeah, so they're not quite the numbers you want to see for a Premier League. He got League sent so. off in his final game. 
Great. But yeah, I know. Um, I would sell. Yeah, PSV would probably take him back. Yeah, potentially, if not any other Dutch side. Yeah. But yeah, Philip Coutinho. Sell. What a horrible oh, transfer. My thing with Coutinho is he's still on. He's on. He's got a deal for at least another two years' time. Yeah. He's on a lot of money. Where does he go? I don't know. I don't know, but 20 appearances, one goal, one... How many assists? None. Yeah, he hasn't got an assist. One contribution in I 20 games. I want to sell him, but I don't know where to. Who buys him? Saudi Arabia. That's a good shout, actually, yeah. Could see a Saudi club coming in. Could see a Juve looking just to bring in some footballers. Yeah, he might take a bit of what I suppose. Maybe a return to Inter Milan. If they lose, yeah. that could actually be a great bit of business. I think for Villa, doesn't matter about the price tag. There's something they get from. Actually losing on for a free wouldn't be a massive yeah. loss. Because while he's a good player, he contributes very little for Aston Villa. And his wages are astronomical yeah, compared to the structure of the club. I think you have to get rid of him for any price. Yeah, I think if you can clear that off your wage bill, he, I'd, I'd love a return to Inter. That sounds poetic. They can probably get in two or three players for his wage. Yeah, obviously... The price is going to be different, but I think if yeah. you because if you look at Telemans coming in on a free, his wage could be significantly lower. Yeah. So you, if you look at that as a transactional thing, if you bring in Telemans, you lose Coutinho, no transfer budgets there, but yeah. you lose, I'll be honest, you, uh, you cut yeah. down a lot of the wages. I take on free, I take five million. Cut a mil, yeah, yeah, just cut a mil to sort of subsidise the costs yeah. but yeah it's I not think that the, the long term effect on the wage budget would make up that couple million you would yeah. make up the extra bit that you need yeah 100% I think an interloan or an interpermanent yeah. makes it's One poetic lo- isn't it loan a year and, and Inzaghi loves just to buy loads of attacking midfielders and play them in central midfield together and then turn them into defensive midfielders <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so when we've got Coutinho, when they've got Coutinho Mkhitaryan Chan Oakley playing he's in his stat on his day he was, he's a quality player but he's much more suited to that slow game I was going to say yeah in the Serie A somewhere like that he can cook but harsh, harsh to say he's suited to the slower game because he was magnificent for Liverpool yeah I don't mean like I, I think he's He'll play better. He'll he'll shine more. Yeah, he's got a bit more time and pace. And I swear, like so many more wonder goals were scored in Serie A because yeah. no one presses. So you can so just hit it from yeah. range. And free kicks as well. He's a weapon yeah. on set pieces. And there are quite a few fouls given. <laughs> yeah, so say all they do is kick each other. But yeah, that, I think you've got to let him go. So he could have definitely be a magical player, but he's not big one enough. Goal. He's not really played for Emery. But no, Gerard just kept starting him all the time. Playing. Exactly. So. Didn't really work out. No. I think that he was magnificent for the loan deal. Ultimately, though, I think it was 20 mil they paid for him. Yeah. 25 mil, that's maybe. Not worth it. And it's he's played 20 games and he's going to leave, probably. But he's not had a good year at all. That's a million a game to score one goal. <laughs> yeah, sell him. Wow. They spent selling. 25 million on one goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Up next, then, Leander Dendonka. Okay, fine yeah. rotation. Can play centre half if we need him. He's really good, actually. Whenever yeah. I've watched him, I've not watched Villa yeah, much. He's played this quite season. a few times as well. Off with Boob Carcamara's injury, Douglas Lewis also picked up an injury, and yeah. so did McGinn at some point. He's had a few yeah. games, played well. Good defensive midfielder. Yeah. Fun that they signed him. Is he is he opponent? Yeah. Okay. Signed him in signed him at the start of last year. It was a really weird deadline day signing. Oh yeah, because they thought they could lose Lewis, so brought him in as sort of yeah. a backup, and then didn't need him. But yeah, That's brought, still, still brought still him from their rivals, obviously in Wolves. Yeah. So. Good bit of business there. I know we've still got loads we want to go for this midfield yeah, for Villa Stack. Jaden Philogene Bydace. We don't tend to talk about youth players, but I think this one's a bit more interesting. This could be 
Where, what would you do with him next season? I mean, we don't have much winger rotation, so you could keep round and give him minutes in Europe, give him minutes in the Carabao yeah. Cup, or loan him out. Don't keep him and make him sit on the bench. Yeah. Either give him minutes or loan him out. I could see. He's out on Cardiff this year. Yeah, you want, be- you, want a, you want a better championship yeah. move, don't you? On somewhere like one of the teams that went down maybe yeah one of the times went down like a or, middle I, mean, I was going to say middle for a team to be our go to I was going to say well Villa obviously loaned out Cameron Archer what, what would you and Aaron Ramsey what do you think of a Coventry yeah definitely. if they're looking to push again they may if have they lose Guy Corres exactly Guy Corres so they may look to go and invest and bring in some good young talent I think he'd work really well there yeah Jacob Ramsey Keep obviously what a magical player so, keep give him a keys to the stadium give him his own yeah. parking space let him he do whatever was, he wants he's a magical player what I've loved about you and me coming in is we've seen the best of some Villa players we've yeah. seen a br- we've seen the brilliance I love the team here <laughs> yeah we've seen Ollie Watkins hit a brilliant run of form did yeah. Peter Ottle the end but brilliant obviously touch on him later John McGinn was magnificent a lot of players have shone and Jake Ramsey's one of them out yeah. on the left at left not his natural position, but he's been quality. Yeah, fair enough. Then Bubakar Kamara or Kamara. Similar to Diego Carlos, if this man can finally stay fit, he'll be brilliant. Yeah. To think he was picked up on free at the start of last Villa's season. Villa's free transfer acquisitions are just ridiculously no. good. It's like Diego the PSG. Was free, wasn't it? Uh, no, that's 25 mil. That is 25 mil. Who was a free? Who have we got? A well, we got someone Kamara else. Tielemans recently is yeah. what I, the one I was thinking of, but... Yeah, they can keep doing that. You can definitely bring in some quality players. And there's some really, profit. Some really good players available for free this year. And there's actually one I'm going to suggest when we get on to mm. players potentially to add. But yeah, Kamara, a really good player. Yeah. Should be starting for Aston Villa next season if he can not if he can stay fit. Timo Rugbenham. Been out I, alone at QPR, right? I think a be- Yeah, I think a better loan. And the reason I say this is I think he's maybe good enough to get minutes. But look at the amount of midfielders we've just named. Yeah. Louise McGinn, Ramsey, Dendonka, Kamara, Tielemans. Sonson, Tielemans coming Again, in. Again, no, you sell Sonson. Yeah. Who did I just? I missed one as well. McGinn, uh, did you say? Uh, McCamber, you sold. That, that's seven. That's seven. Oh, I remember right, making yeah. eight midfielder in the squad. Even if you sell a couple, yeah. each, that's still five or six. I think, again, a Middlesbrough, a Coventry, one of the teams that went down. I just, I think he looked so impressive last he season. Did. He's a really good player. And Emery does like youth. Maybe you could keep him around. My, my, my only thing is you're going to have a lot of competitions next season. There's a lot of minutes up for grabs. So maybe having six midfielders won't be a bad thing. I mean, look at West Ham. They give Harrison Ashby yeah. a lot of minutes in the conference to prove but, themselves. Uh, but yeah, if you can give him minutes, but for him just to be around the squad... To learn from McGinn, yeah. to learn from all the other world class, not well. And then you, I think you slowly integrate him. Twenty twenty four, potentially he starts. Yeah, because I think he's a really, really talented player. Yeah. I think because you do look at that middle midfield, it's you know, they're not kind of they're not really yeah. youthful players. They're not My, old. But the not. biggest fear with him is that if you don't give him Premier League starting minutes or pre- at least some Premier League minutes this season, does he look at a move away? That's so there will be players because yeah. somewhere like a Brighton. He could yeah. flourish, and they, he knows he'd get regular minutes there because that's what they do. Yeah, they bring in loads of young players and then just give them some minutes. Even so. a side that's you know, say this season, even a side that's come up, could well, he start? He could he? start. Yeah, Sheffield so, United midfield. He starts. I think Villa have got to be careful of how they manage him yeah. because it's not a guarantee that he will stay. But I think when deciding whether to integrate him into the first team or not, look at how Jacob Ramsey has adapted. It was so good. 
he when he first came in, yeah, yeah. he wasn't stunning. Like he took time to adapt, yeah, but now he's, he's easily one of the strong, strongest players in the club. And I so think Emery will. I think you've got to integrate a rook in him this we've season. Seen, we've seen the way he's integrated John Duran. Yeah, I mean, he sold that. They sold Danny Ings just to bring in Duran. For me, loaning him out to a top championship club would be a waste because I think he can. Yeah, he's sure. more than capable of doing a job. For and he puts them. in another phenomenal loan spell, then people are going to start trying to yeah. set him up. On to the forwards. Cameron Archer. What do you do with him? Villa and su- such... Because I, I think it does help they play two strikers. Yeah. Because that does mean you do need four. But you do have a problem if you bring anyone in, I think. You do. But uh, for me, I would rather loan out John Duran and keep Cameron Archer if I was a Villa yeah. fan. But I, I, I don't have I think, seen Ar- I think Archer Brown, was but... brilliant at Middlesbrough. Brilliant yeah. this season. He deserves to have minutes in the Premier League. But equally, even you could have five strikers and get and yeah. be fine, I think, because you get a lot of rotation in Four there. Four competitions. Especially since Bailey can play out wide. Four competitions, you play two up front. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Cameron Archer, keep. keep yeah. Fair enough. Bertrand Traore. We were talking about him earlier. Keep, brilliant impact. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Danny Ings obviously is gone. I don't yeah. know why he's on this list. By the way, Villa for three registered number nines. I don't know how that's going to work next season. <laughs> and obviously, Danny Ings has left now and... Oh, Cameron Archer hasn't been there all year, but a bit of a weird one. Ollie Watkins. Cape. Really? <laughs> he is quality this year. He's, right, just to play devil's advocate, not saying I would sell him, but if you get a 60, like, yeah, 70 million pound offer. Oh, yeah. Because for me, he, his stock is at the highest it could possibly be If right the now. right offer comes in, you sell him. Because yeah. you've got you've got players there who can, I mean, obviously, Durant, you can, A, you can bring another strike, obviously, I think Cameron Archer honestly is good enough. And Emery's got that pull. Yeah. Like Emery's got well, I think, some I think that's what pull. we've got to it. How people say Conference League is, oh, no one cares about it. But the pull of European football and, you know, Emery is massive. Mm. And that can be the difference between getting some quality players and getting well, some good players. If Villa finish eighth, does Yuri Tielemans join? Because is that the deal breaker at the end of the day? Because the fact it, there is some European me. football. Would he d- 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 go to. Tottenham. Equally, Championship with Leicester or 8th in Villa, I think I know what I choose. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd rather play Leicester though. Do you find it fascinating, Tielemans, by the way, that Villa managed to pick him up? Because that's happened out of nowhere. I'm surprised no one else went for him. Yeah. Because for me, he could easily start for Chelsea, be involved what, with City that's squad. That's what they did for They picked him up at exactly. the very start of the season. That fast. Smart. Yeah. They don't sit there and just wait for the players <laughs> to get picked up and then go and sign oh, no, Aubameyang yeah. at the end yeah. of the window. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Who, Ollie Watkins if the right offer comes in sell him but Ossie Keep he's for class. me Keep as yeah. he's just such a good player yeah. John Duran if you bring in another striker I think maybe you loan him out if not he'll be brilliant yeah, yeah I think he's a great player again great impact yeah definitely very quick definitely. very physical and in the conference league he could definitely prove his worth yeah Leon Bailey definitely yeah. me as a keeper just I think need to see more from him a little bit yeah, I think he's, he's been just a bit disappointing, but he's a really, really talented player. He missed player. a lot of chances last year. He's so hit and miss. On his day, as you say, very, very good player. Uh, he's had standout performances. The yeah. one of the, was it one of the first games of this season? Uh, he's, or one of the first games of you, Emery. Yeah, he started really quickly, didn't Emery's, he? It was, uh, no, it was under yeah. Gerrard. He scored a double, didn't he? Was it Forrest? He beat, scored like a load in the first three games and then picked up an injury, I believe. Yeah, I think it was the game against Forrest at home and I think we won 3-2 and he scored a double 
And we absolutely tore them yeah. apart. 33 appearances in the first team this season for Leon Bailey. Four goals, four assists. Eight contributions isn't really what you'd be looking for. You'd be looking for a bit more than that. Equally, when you look at his chances, big chance create eight. So maybe he's just getting unfortunate that people aren't putting away more of his chance. More of the chances he creates because they're even big chances created. But yeah, I think he's a really good player, Leon Bailey. He could definitely have an impact. I want to see what his expected assists what are at. But, yeah, could definitely have an impact. I can't remember many Leon Bailey moments this season. But I know he's a talented footballer. So if we look at his so XG of 5.34, so he's underperformed that, as you say, mm. missed a lot of big chances. An expected assist of 4.81, so perhaps getting a little unlucky there that more of the chances he created aren't going in. 30 chances created this season, just the four assists, so maybe a little unfortunate yeah. there, but just a good player who calm. needs to, to contribute calm, more. calm a little bit. But he's in front of goal. Yeah. Because at the moment, he does just hit it and it goes mile wide. But very good player. And then Keenan Davis. So, yeah. He's rubbish. He's not rubbish. He's, he's, not, prim, he's not prem quality. No. He's definitely not European quality. Definitely not. So, def- yeah, for me, it's an obvious yeah. sell. Should we get on to which play where where you need to improve for Aston Villa then? Because for me, there's a few areas that need improvement. We've mentioned centre-halves throughout this video. couple rotation centre-halves. Maybe bringing in someone yeah. to start alongside Diego Carlos could be an option. Fullbacks, I think with Young leaving, definitely potentially Dinier yeah. going as well. Yeah. A backup in both positions, or even a starter in both positions. Well, rotation options in both positions are a good choice. We mentioned that Emery wants a winger, yeah. so we'll look at explore some options for there and a starting forward. We'll look at potentially who may come in. So looking at centre halves first, then I have put Pau Torres as my favourite. I mean, rumour yeah. so far. I think it'd be a really good bit of business. And it makes sense for all involved. Emery Ossi has managed work him at Villarreal. Yeah. We know he's a very capable centre half, European quality. Really you know, can play at the highest you know, level of the game. And I mean, obviously, with Simfabrizio, I can't say that Villa are the side that are pushing for him most. I think at a 35 million fee, yeah. you could, you're picking up a bargain there. Because I would say he's one of the most talented young centre-halves. I'm surprised not got people ready. The link can, with the likes of Tottenham United over the last few years, he deserves a big him, move. Diego Carlos, Mings and Conza, that's very strong. Yeah. Looking at an alternative then, because Patrick is obviously, the, I think he's the obvious option. But yeah. for me, there is another one out there. If you're not looking to splash £35 million, Evan and Dick is available on a free. That would be an absolute steal. I think he's a, a really talented player. Left-footed centre-half, there's not a lot of those around. Yeah. Available for free, won't command too high wages because he plays for Frankfurt, not Barcelona. Yeah. So ultimately, I think he makes a lot of sense on a free. He's a good, good, solid option and would be happy to play rotation. So Patro is definitely the favourite there. Would definitely bring him in if you can. Yeah. If you're looking to save a bit of money, though, maybe look at some cheaper options like Evan and Dicker. Then to the fullbacks area, fullback areas, I think you just attack those top two clubs because they've both got players that are wanting to shift this summer or players that are apparently looking to leave what do you think of Kyle Walker to Aston Villa apparently looking for a move away Man City are keen to move him on again around that that 15 20 mil mark that would be a steal and that would be a very very good that would be a a statement and a half so he'd come in as your attacking right back Maybe you'd want uh, Matty Cash. They're both quite yeah. attacking, but I don't really know. There's not unless you're going to look at a one five. I don't really know who you're yeah, going to bring in. Is a, just go by Villarreal. For me, Esri Konza would be your option as a defensive yeah, right back, probably. But yeah, and then on the other side, Kieran Tierney. 
I, I mean, yeah, it. this is obviously rumoured. We spoke yesterday how yeah. Tierney is looking potentially to move on, especially since Arsenal are looking at other left-backs and he is behind Zinchenko in the pecking yeah. order. This makes sense for everyone. I think it does, yeah. I think despite his injury proneness, you've got already Alex Moreno who can start, yeah. but also Mings who can rotate there. So his injury sus- susceptibility, is that the right word? He's um, likely there to pick up injuries. It's not as big a deal. Yeah, and obviously he's your more defensive left-back that Emery wants. A great leadership yeah. makes sense and Scottish yeah, a little contingent Scottish, yeah don't Just... sign Scotland Tomlin though <laughs> hmm no wait till you see my next suggestion I, no, no one of a lie I think Scotland Tomlin as a striker would be sensational it's where he played in the youth teams he would be brilliant Look, it's where he does yeah. he does a job for Scotland in a it higher role goals. he's a brilliant player yeah. not for Villa though and then on to the wingers so I want to first sort of Look at a signing that's been rumoured, but obviously, apparently, both side, both parties have decided not to do it. Nico Williams, uh, let's yeah. go. I think he's a really, really good player, but it's not the right move for his development right now. It's not the right signing for Villa, I wouldn't say no, either. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. He would be pushing north of 50 million, probably. Yeah. Maybe even up higher. to 70, 80. Yeah. Well, north is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I would assume north like 60, 70. Yeah, north of 50 million could be 300 million. So. 900 million. But it makes sense. He's going to want to play with his brother yeah. for a couple of years more. Why wouldn't you? He's and, he'll be the star man. He'll be the leader. Yeah. He'll bow. And, yeah, and he's, he's, he's still got time to get yeah. that Prem move or a move yeah. to Barca Real if he wants that in the fu- for his future. So for me, it's no it's no rush for him to leave. Bill Bow need him and Villa yeah. don't. No. So it makes sense for all parties. Yeah. It'd also be a ridiculous outlay for someone that's unproven. Harvey Barnes, though, a lot more realistic, a suggestion. Obviously, just relegated with Leicester. Apparently, Villa are interested, you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Do you think it'd be the right sort of profile for what Villa are looking to do next season? I think it'd be an interesting one. I, th- I, I think he's a very good player, but he's one of... Villa have quite a few of these good players on their day. Yeah. And when it isn't his day, he can go missing... Would love him to recreate. Ooh, Ali Barnes. <laughs> but that's got an equalise, hasn't it? Yeah, that that was that was an iconic moment. That was. I just. My I, only fear is if he joins Villa next season, you're going to keep saying it uh, like every five minutes. Barnes, it's an equaliser. <laughs> but yeah, a really talented footballer. Yeah. Great with the ball at his feet. Really good dribbler. He's got a good cross in him as well. Can cut inside and shoot from range. I think it just adds something that Villa don't really have, and that's yeah. a good dribbler. Like, Bailey's fine, but he's not played out wide. Yeah. Coutinho doesn't really play. And Buendia yeah. doesn't really get on the ball enough. But I think Barnes, if you bring him into the side, would add a lot. And also a front four next season, when they're in an attacking yeah. area, of Barnes, Watkins, potentially different another striker, mm. Buendia, yeah. cooking. Absolutely cooking. On to who could that be? Who could, any other suggestions at Winger before we move on? I mean, Villa were rumoured to be in for Nicholas Jackson, but he looks very much top he's, he's, I was going to say more of a forward, though, isn't he? Yeah, it? he's but more of a forward. Really scores a 35 million. I think if Chelsea were to pull out, I would fly in there because I think yeah. he's a really talented footballer. But yeah, if they do, if Chelsea do sign Nicholas Jackson, do you tempt them with a bid for Breuer? Because that I think you can be, offer think, him some starting yeah. minutes next season. I mean, season. the amount of strikers that have got, his I mean, injury prone would, would be, wouldn't be a problem. Pain, it's not really injury prone. He's picked up one injury against Aston Villa in a friendly. Yeah. But true. it's not got a history of Villa injuries. Like, I saw someone talk about this. Villa injures so many players in friendlies. Of course they do. Start of this season. Bloody John McGinn's. Yeah. 
start of the season, John McGinn goes through that poor grey kid at Leeds and rules him out for the season. Archie Grey, yeah. Yeah. And then January, was it World Cup friend after World Cup, wasn't it a friendly? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Bry got injured challenging the keeper, I think. Yeah. But yeah. No, I don't I think that's more the turf they were playing on because they were playing yeah. in America, right? Yeah, because I think they both went in for the ball and he just turned it he turned yeah. into something left. Yeah. Ankle got stuck yeah. in the foot got planted in the grass and fucked up his ankle. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, evidently, yeah. but Oh he's fucked up his ankle there. Imagine <laughs> yeah. that on that doctor comes over. Right, so you fucked up your ankle. <laughs> oh yeah, cheers, dog, I hadn't noticed. But yeah, in terms of other starting forwards options then, I think you go big or go home. I've put Jao Felix. Do you know what? This has been linked. Potentially a stupid transfer. Potentially another Coutinho. But he's also got the potential to be a a player that can guide you to Champions League football. Because he's magical. He's so magical. Watching him at Chelsea this season, just the way he plays football is so exciting. And I really hope that he can get get a move where he can fully flourish. So I w- yeah. I'd love to see him at. I mean, Villa fans of um, like because like he's one of those where it's like it's it's kind of a hear me out signing. Like if you you yeah. go right, like, give me a minute, let me let me explain. Shall Felix. The problem is he is going to be very expensive for a player that hasn't proven to be very productive, especially in the Premier. I think he's permanently proven proven to not be very good. I well, know, he cooked for Chelsea. And I think in a side where they generate more chances, like the Villa team... But equally, that Chelsea side was a lot better than it was. But also, Villa are so regimented, so structured. Yeah. He's a lot more fluid, but that can work. Yeah. You, he's the type of player you build around, so you can facilitate the rest of the play to allow him to sort of be a free roam. But also, if he's drop, you look at the front two, if he drops deeper, Ollie Watkins can push on further... They could work yeah. together as quite a decent two. You get the ball into him. He's good he in wide can, areas yeah. as well. So if you want a system change, potentially a four-three-three, he can do that job out on the left. He's just a really talented footballer. For me, probably not the ideal candidate for Villa this summer because I think you want another out-and-out number nine to play alongside Watkins. But he's certainly a very good option. Yeah, if you can get it for the right price, I put sixty mil. I think that's a realistic fee. I think uh, Atleti are looking just to shift him at any price. So. Yeah. Where they can recoup a lot of what they paid for him. Probably not the ideal ta- target, but a, tar- a good target nonetheless. Could could they look at the relegated sides? Could you look at a Patson Daka or a Rodrigo from Leeds? I mean, in terms of rotation, yeah. yeah. I, I think okay. Conference League as well and you know, the cup competition. For me, Daka is a magnificent player. He's just not been in a very good Leicester side. Yeah. But could he you could look be at I'm trying to think. Skamaka hasn't got much game time at West Ham this season. Hasn't he won the Conference League though, so he might not want to win that again. Skamaka needs to play for the right manager. I don't know if Emery's that guy. And he's uh, he wants to play with one. He wants to play with one. He's, he's a, yeah. definitely a solo number nine. But it, we saw how him and Raspadori worked really well together. Watkins isn't that type profile. No. If you had Skamaka and Felix at the same side, now that's an exciting but don't, partnership. Don't but, poor and then Watkins has got to sit and watch. But no, I think Skamaka for me. I could see a PSG, a PSG yeah. signing. Tell you what, we'll cover that in 17 episodes. Time. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see our West Ham one, you've got to wait a while. But <laughs> yeah, that is about all for Villa then. About 150 mil, I'd say, investment yeah. this summer. I think you obviously would recoup a bit of that if you sell yeah. here and there. But 
Yeah, and that is on in an ideal world where you're signing Faltrez or you're signing Jao Felix, which would be the big one. Without him, you're looking more at that 90 million, probably 80 yeah. million mark, so not too expensive a window. But yeah, there are definitely, definitely options out there for Aston Villa this summer. There's definitely a lot you can do with this squad. It'll be interesting to see the direction they take, see what yeah. Emery is looking for in the market. And I'm sure we will be talking about them many, on a many occasion this winter. Yeah. But yeah, if you have enjoyed, make sure to get involved. In fact, one more thing before we go. Predictions oh. for next season. Almost forgot. Oh, Almost okay. forgot. So if we're saying with the current squad Villa have now, without our changes, yeah, I don't think we get Europe. I was going to say, I was going to say 10th. I don't think we get Europe, just because it will be a lot tougher. There will be teams like Chelsea and Tottenham yeah. who will be back stronger. I mean, the big six will both be, will all be in there. Then you throw Newcastle, Brighton. And I think, but also, Brentford. if Villa, obviously Villa will recruit. But if they like, if they only don't get in that many players, the the four playing four competitions will take its toll. Yeah. So I, then, sort of, so yeah. we're sort of around that ninth, tenth position. Yeah. If we're talking realistically, let's say they bring in Torres, they bring in Tierney, they bring in Harvey Barnes, and a forward. Where does that see them? I honest, it either goes one or two ways. Either it's like Europa League like 5th yeah. or 6th or it's a conference league win or a domestic cup win yeah I could see a cup win we know, em- we know that's where Emery yeah. excels I don't think both will happen at the same time I don't see Villa winning the conference league and getting in the top 7 why don't they why don't they just do like the the quadruple <laughs> why, why don't they just do that casually I, I, I think I, I don't see Villa going deep in the conference league and get like you look at West Ham they won the conference league but finished yeah. 16th. Equally, 15th. it's not. They didn't finish down yeah, the table yeah, because true, they rested. True. They finished down the table because they were crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think Villa will get top ten no matter what. But I feel like if Villa like because for me, right, I think it would be easier for Villa to get European football through winning the Conference League than qualifying in the top six. It's hard to say, isn't it? Depends on who else is there because I believe. Yeah. Are Atalanta... No, Juventus maybe in Conference League this year? I think Villa beat Juventus. Ooh, controversial. I I, I, no. Controversial opinion. Uh, I'm trying to have a quick but look. Also, or FA Cup and Carabao Cup, you can get European football through that, obviously. You can get, you get Conference League, don't you, for winning Carabao Cup? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Juventus. Easy. I believe it's Osasuna from But I think Spain beating as well. Juventus is a lot more achievable than getting in the top six of the Premier League. I think that top six could be yeah. you got the big six plus Newcastle Brighton. That's set, that's eight teams there, which are very good. For me, I don't see Villa getting Europe this summer because the league, they right. wouldn't they wouldn't have got European football if Chelsea were competitive. Yeah. If Tottenham were a little bit better, yeah. And I know they had a tough start of the season, so maybe if they don't have that. If Emery is that consistent throughout, then sure they'll win the league, but. I don't think they will be that consistent for I don't think they'll no. maintain that. But I do think form. in one of the cut competitions, whether it's a Carabao Cup, whether it's the Conference League, Villa can win. So I will say, yeah. one way or another, at the four competitions Villa are in, they'll get European football yeah. through. And I would say the Conference League will harm their league position. Yeah. Because, especially since Tottenham and Chelsea don't have European football. Two sides that need a big season and should it jump. It always does. It does for every team in Oshawa Ante. I still think clubs like Newcastle and Man United are more than capable of dealing. True. And Arsenal yeah. and Liverpool, definitely. But where did Chelsea finish when we were on the Champions League 2021? Fourth? Uh, third. That's pretty decent. Third, fourth? Something. I mean, fourth is still fine. That's yeah, exactly true. where they were going to be. Yeah, nice. I'd be interested to see how Villa cope. But hopefully, 
Wow. What I do in the conversation, love in the conversation, that would be magical. Obviously. It'd be weird if you were like, oh man, wouldn't be bothered. Don't really care. Yeah, Charles, for a European title for the first time in 50 years? When did Villa do it? 51. What, in 1951? No, no, 51 years. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite the achievement then for Aston Villa. It was 82. But yeah. That'll be the that'll be the comment uh, the, sorry the question for the comments section. If you have enjoyed, make sure to leave a like, subscribe. If you are new around here, do all those great things. If you want to get involved with today's video, if you want to keep the conversation going, get in the comments down below. And we've got the question of will Aston Villa win the Conference League next season? When do you see them finishing in the league? And also, if you're a Villa fan, then tell us who do you think you guys should sign, who do you think you should sell, and what do you think of these sort of names we've thrown out. For the conversation today that's all for us today thank you all very much for watching or listening and we'll see you next time see ya